Welcome to the Jennifer Z Plant-Based and Happy podcast. Here's what you can expect from listening to Jennifer Z Plant-Based and Happy. My true passion is all about helping educate you, the listener, on plant-based nutrition. I educate through my own story and experiences on a multitude of plant-powered topics, including health, plant-based nutrition, fitness, mindfulness, to teach you how you can be your most powerful self every day. With interviews with top fitness, health, wellness, and spiritual experts, this podcast is a non-judgmental, fun, and happy atmosphere. Sit back and enjoy some of the amazing interviews that I have with not only plant-based experts, but with people who have truly transformed their lives with plant-based nutrition. Welcome to the Jennifer Z Plant-Based and Happy Podcast. Today we have Jonathan Keen on, and Jonathan's the founder of Vegan. It's an online platform dedicated to the plant-based lifestyle. And as a vegan and endurance athlete, he has dedicated the most recent part of his life towards helping other people transition into veganism and vegetarianism. He's inspired by Hippocrates and Paracelsus, along with Native Americans, His belief is that there's a direct correlation with our health and the consumption of food. The degradation of our planet, he believes, is also a reflection of the treatment of our own bodies. Jonathan began Vegain as a platform to bring attention to the calamities of our food system, the environment, and to help people change their lives for the better. All right. So Jonathan, thanks for coming on the Jennifer Z podcast. It is great to have you. Um, Let's get started. Let's talk about, uh, you know, you made that connection to veganism um, and beyond just wanting to build muscle. Can you speak a little bit about your experience and, you know, the types of challenges that you did face as an athlete in the early stages of that transition? Sure. Um, and again, thank you so much for having me. Um, so, uh, you know, just to get started, my book kind of goes into some detail of my decision, um, but there were definitely a number of other factors. Um, probably the most important was, <clears throat> excuse me, was uh, my health. So, you know, I was a amateur bodybuilder uh, for about two years. Um, and all before then, my book goes into this. I was, you know, in athletics, lacrosse, soccer, rugby growing up. And so after this uh, bodybuilding competition, I discovered that my LDL cholesterol was terrible. Yeah. Uh, my BUN creatine levels were also s- super high. And what was, what was kind of um, ironic was my appearance as a bodybuilder. Like I, I looked really great, mm-hmm. but um, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're healthy. Absolutely. Um, such an irony. Um, yeah. where my health was terrible, my uh, blood test, and it, I, was, I had all the biomarkers for heart disease. Um, and so I kind of took it on myself to start figuring out, okay, well, I still want to you know, be able to train like this and you know, be this fit without having to compromise on my health. I mean, otherwise, what's the point? Absolutely. It's like, you know, it's like <laughs> what, 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 what am I doing this for? Um, so through the, through the transition, it probably took me about six months. Um, actually, maybe even a year 
I think vegan, going vegan took me about six months. It took me about a year to, as a vegetarian to yeah. learn how to do it and then becoming a vegan through that. Um, so it was kind of a step vegetarian and then the stepping stone into veganism. I think uh, you know, I did the same thing. I think a lot of people end up just dipping their toes in and then they, you know, they come to this uh, mindset like, well, if I'm, if I'm going this far, what's, what's the point? Exactly. I might as well just go all the way. Exactly. I, I totally agree with you. When I was uh, heavily into the fitness industry, um, I looked great on the outside, but I was literally rotting on the inside. Oh I my had, God. Like, yeah. You know, elevated enzymes in my liver. It was, yeah. Same thing. Yeah, it was terrible. Um, and, and unfortunately, exactly what you're saying, the bodybuilding industry caters to that, though. Yeah. You know, it's, it's the mindset of, for the, for the metal, um, you know, take whatever supplements, take whatever, you know, uh, whatever, whatever it takes. And that's kind of the, the reason why I left. I was like, I, I don't want to do this. Like, this isn't, this isn't worth it. It's like the short-term gains with the long-term cost. Absolutely. I was the same way. I, I think I retired when I was around 27 and said, okay, this is just, this is silly and I'm causing more harm. And especially for a woman uh, who, you know, gets down to like six, 7% body fat, oh, like there's yeah. some implications with that. Yep. And it was the same thing, you know, take whatever you have to take, uh, diet down, you know, stop drinking water 24 hours before, sleep in garbage bags. It's insane. Some yeah. of the stuff that yeah yeah shouldn't even i shouldn't even talk about some of the stuff that i did because, like, <laughs> if i could go back and talk to that girl i'd be telling her off i i had a uh, my uh, girlfriend at the time was the she's uh she's now i think a professional bodybuilder but yeah. you know she she developed rhabdomyolysis she yeah. had issues with her um menstrual cycle it's and you don't even know what the damage is no you, like, and you can't even predict it no and and oftentimes you don't know until a lot later in life as well yep when you definitely, you know, your later years, you kind of want to enjoy that. You don't want to have to be suffering from all these health issues that you created when you were like 25. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so how do you feel about, you know, some, some of the individuals in the fitness industry, they talk about, you know, consuming high quality meats and complete proteins. And if you're not eating animal protein, you're not going to gain muscle. Plant-based protein is incomplete. It's low quality um, what are your thoughts on that mindset and how do you speak to these people? Well, I mean, like, what, you know, what we're doing on here is education. I mean, yeah. I think what it comes down to is, you know, you have to lead by example. So my book kind of discusses this a little bit where, you know, I would be spending $200 a week on whole foods, high quality, you know, grass fed beef and, you know, uh, uh, sure they're complete proteins, but at the end of the day, the, the cost is too high where you're, you're also uptaking hormones, you're uptaking antibiotics, you're uptaking, there's so many other risk factors of just eating complete proteins, eating animal meat. Um, and then the, the other aspect is, sure, plants are incomplete proteins, but it's about variety. It's about being able to balance, you know, because you, once you understand that you're not eating meat going forward, you can then plan your diet around, okay, what are the things that I'm not getting from meat? So you're like, okay, B12, okay, amino acids, iron, and you start listing out, okay, um, yeah, you can still get the same results. Yeah. Uh, it definitely takes patience. It takes discipline. 
and it takes, you know, you know, coaching, it takes people who are, who are doing it and you need to be able to like ask questions. Um, but I would say what I would say to fitness industry professionals now is, you know, it's, it's the same mentality, you know, where it's whatever, whatever it takes to be on that stage, whatever it takes. And, and it's just like, that's not true. And that, that's like a terrible way to like live life, like to, 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 to the means do not define the end. Um, yeah. Like you need to be focused on the end and understand like it's a long-term game. It's not the short-term game. It's true. And, you know, I mean, you can also take two incomplete plant-based proteins and make a complete protein. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you can do it in a 24-hour to 48-hour time frame. Like you don't have to do that, combine the two in one meal. So No, not at all. No. As, hard, as difficult as it sounds, it's as easy as that for the most part. And I think too, you know, you have these up and coming vegan bodybuilders who, you know, I look at their prep, their food prep, meal prep, and just prep in general for the shows mm -hmm. in comparison to what I went through. And I was like, oh my gosh, if I had known that back when I, I was know. doing shows, like I, I want to do a show now, but a vegan show, because there's, you're really not restricting yourself. You're cutting the calories back a little, but you're, you're eating everything that you are typically eating with a plant-based diet anyway. So it's, it's an amazing process. You don't really have to worry so much. Oh, I know. I know. And, and um, yeah, no, I wish I'd known it. I mean, I think that was, that was the big thing for me. I was, I was so confused. I was like, wait, I'm eating like clean. I'm eating really healthy chicken, broccoli, and rice. Yeah. I, and this is the clean meal. This is like the, like, if there's one thing, everyone's like, oh yeah, just eat chicken, broccoli, and rice. You'll be fine. And it's like, yeah. that's what I was eating. Like, that's yeah. all I was eating. And my <laughs> I'm still LDL. Why is my LDL cholesterol still high? Oh my God. Like, what's going on? <laughs> um, so in your ebook, which is coming out very soon, uh, you talk about karma. So sure. can you explain how you think, um, you know, being a vegetarian or vegan or, you know, like starting off as a vegetarian and then slipping down to the veganism, uh, how does that give us a better appreciation for life? And, you know, without also without sacrificing our strength and our health and the animals and the environment. Yeah. I mean, so I've, uh, I've been practicing yoga for about like four years. Um, and I think that's kind of also played into it, the spiritual side of it as well. Um, you know, but there's like an interesting Buddhist perspective on karma. And so this is from like Vedas or the Vedic scriptures, which kind of discusses like the transcendence of the soul. And it's kind of like where energy, you, like we as humans cannot create energy, like just out of thin air, we just can't. But we consume energy and that's going to be through plants, that's going to be through animals, um, and the, you know, the kind of idea, this might get a little heady here, but, um, you know, where karma is that, you know, if a human lives and dies with like the animalistic mentality of a creature, such as a dog, right? So in the next, like he will be able to fill his dog like desires. So that'll be eating meat. That'll be, you know, not taking a spiritual stance on everything. So thinking in this way kind of elevates your consciousness and creates this appreciation for energy, which is life you know, which is kind of like you have to be able to preserve and, and have a lower impact and not just kind of be in this mode of ignorance, um, you know, where you're just kind of like, okay, well, I'm just going to go kill this thing over here. You know, when you kind of think of it in terms of energy, you know, you're, that's a different, that's a whole different perspective. 
you know, where you're, where you're killing energy or you're taking energy. And then the question is, okay, well, now you've taken this energy. What are you going to do with it? You know, what's, what, what are you going to now use this energy, harness it for and, and do something with? Um, and that's kind of how I see like veganism where it's like, you know, take in what you can be a minimalist, but make sure that you're like producing more energy. You'll be able to give back much more than you're putting out. Right. So, you know, like using fuel, fuel, food as fuel um, is how I like to look at a lot of things, right? Like you're eating for, like for us, we're eating nutrient dense diets as opposed to calorically dense diets. And if you look at a calorically dense diet, it's like, well, what are you really getting out of that? Empty calories. And a lot of people expect to have all of this energy and feel good and uh, feel spiritual and, you know, have this connection with individuals, animals, and the environment. And they just don't. And they wonder why. And it's like, well, what are you actually putting into your body to exert that? Yeah, no, I totally agree. Well, I, I really like the, the one question you posed where, you know, you, you asked me, you know, what are, what are we, you know, uh, in terms of the environment, animal welfare, you know, are people having a hard time understanding these, the impact? And I totally agree with you. I mean, if the, that's your perspective, right, where it is, yeah. it is difficult for people to understand. So for these people who are having a hard time making that connection and understanding that, how do you begin to speak to them? about it well um you know this is kind of one of the reasons why i'm starting my own channel excuse me like this podcast um you know in the next few months we actually have a youtube and my youtube channel is going to be up nice Um, it's going to be yeah exactly it's just going to be a platform to start discussing all of this um uh where you know unfortunately at this point it's kind of the old adage out of sight out of mind where you know because we are because we clamor into cities and suburbs, you know, we've, we've been divorced from nature. Like we don't see how our food's grown anymore. We don't understand where it comes from. I mean, most of the stuff, you know, some of the stuff we buy at the grocery store is imported. So there are even lower food quality standards in other countries and we're importing it. I mean, there's really no way for people to cut it. It's, we're, we're completely cut off from our food system. You know, we, where we walk down the street, we go to the grocery store and, then we go home and that's it. You know, you don't understand, oh, where did it come from? How did it get here? What were, what were all the uh, resources used in order to get this food here? We just don't ask that question. Yeah, I agree. And you know, like the same, you go to a restaurant and you know, you order a steak. Well, what, like what was involved in that? Oh my God, yeah. Bringing that to <laughs> yeah. your plate. And not to mention, not just you know, the animal that was sacrificed and, you know, all of the other issues, but what are you actually, you're putting that into your body and you're wondering why the next day you feel crappy. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, you, um, a lot of people are all about, you know, that instant gratification. They're all about abundance. They think that more is better. And, you know, for instance, like when we were talking about the protein, well, if you, you know, for example, you need a certain amount of protein to build muscle. Well, okay. So if I use that and then some, then I'll build more muscle. So, you know, with that sort of mentality, how do you begin to educate people from a less is more standpoint? Right. And that, that's kind of breaking through that stereotype, which is, you know, that football coach, which is like eat big to get big. It's like that same idea where it's just, you know, it's not necessary. Um, and it, and it does come down to, 
you know, and again, this is what I hope my channel is going to show is, you know, where you can, um, you know, so one of the things we're going to start doing is we're going to start showing uh, uh, vegan cheat meals. So these are going to be like the, the transition meals to get you to go onto a plant-based diet where it's like, oh, here's a burger, yeah. but it's not really a burger. It's like, you know, it's black bean burgers with vegan cheese and like whole wheat buns and it looks really good. Um, and, and I think that's kind of what it is, is showing that you can still enjoy food without compromising on taste or flavor. And um, again, bringing awareness how you can still, you know, again, leading by example, how you can still achieve the same optimal, you know, results physically without, without ha and then showing people, yeah, and you can still eat relatively the same. Like, it's almost like you got to trick people and be like, yeah, like you can still eat as good or, and or better, have a lower uh, impact on the environment and you're getting all the aminos. Um, so it's kind of, again, it's just education. It's just education. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, there's a market for it because when, uh, when the Beyond Meat Burger came to- Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. it sold out in a week and they can't even supply enough to, oh, I know. to meet the demand. So, you know, there, there's definitely a market. I think that people are starting to gravitate towards plant-based options because things like this podcast and your YouTube channel that's coming soon, like that, those are, you know, resources for people. And, and it's a way to sort of like educate the, the masses and people are starting to understand that. And they're starting to want to take control over their health um, over, you know, conventional, you know, types of I mean, types good. of things. I, mean, it's, yeah. it's, I agree with you. I think there is a trend. Um, I think, you know, I don't know if it's like a subconscious thing where people are just kind of starting to like waken up to all these issues. They're like, Oh yeah. You know, like the environment. Oh yeah. Like, you know, health and, and it's all intertwined, yeah. you know, it's all intertwined. So what do you think the biggest deterrent is for somebody who may be thinking about transitioning to the plant-based lifestyle, but you know, have a few, they have a few reservations. What do you think their deterrents are? Um, you know, my book goes into this, I list like the top 10 factors of why people find it challenging. Um, if I can break that down to like the top three, I would say not even knowing how to get started, like where you're just like, okay, I want to change my life. Where do I start? And it's just like, oh, you know, there's, and because of the internet, it's just, there's so many, there's just so much information. Um, and then, you know, kind of my whole take on it is where, you know, maybe you're an athlete or maybe you're, you know, you still want to be in shape, but you don't want to just be eating carrots and, and salad all day, you know, <laughs> where it's just like, isn't that what a vegan is? Like you just eat vegetables and it's like, no, no, no. Well, this is how you balance it. Right. And um, I would say not even knowing how to get started. I would say the second one would be, unfortunately, the expectations and judgments of others. And then I would say the third would be, you know, it, it is a lifestyle change. I yeah. mean, this isn't like a flash, like crash fat burner. I'm just going to lose a bunch of weight. I'll, 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 you know, it's fine. I'll just do it for summer. Like once you kind of make that, like, you know, that, that it's a perspective. It's not like a, yeah. it's not a diet. It's a perspective. Like when you, when you have to shift your perspective, it, it, it takes some time to kind of like realize who you are, what you're doing, the habits you have. It's like a whole like mindset shift really. Um, so I would say those are the top three though. Absolutely. It's definitely a, a lifestyle commitment. And I feel like, you know, because it's a lifestyle, 
it, it does touch every part of your life, you know, from yes. tra traveling, from, you know, working, from a fitness standpoint, from a mindfulness standpoint, like, you know, there are certain things that I have to put in place before going out to a work function or a holiday event or, you know, traveling, for instance. Um, and, and it's just a lot of it, I find, is the planning aspect. So if you lack the resources and because there's so much information out there, uh, you lack the resources and you lack the planning aspect, then that's like a foolproof way to fail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. So you would, you would laugh though. So when I was bodybuilding, um, I used to work at, um, PwC, like this financial firm. And yeah. when I was traveling, I had to, um, I would call the Whole Foods or I'd call like whatever place ahead of time. So this was during a competition prep and I'd be like, look, I need a catered, like, you know, X amount of chicken, X ounces of this, X ounces of vegetables. But, but what the cool part is, is that they would do it. Yep. So like, that's something that I'm trying to share, show people that like exactly what you're saying is like, as long as you have a plan in place, you can kind of mitigate, you know, these, these points of failure where like, oh, I'm traveling for work. Oh, I can't do it. Well, here, this is how you plan out. This is how you're able to kind of overcome that, this challenge. Or if it's around the holidays, you can cook, you know, X, Y, and Z. So it's yeah. just, again, these are all, but again, people, some, some people don't even know how to even get started to how to do that or how to plan. Right. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, so you did the Spartan races. Yeah. Uh, and you use, so I'm a CrossFitter, but you use CrossFit, nice. uh, well, you use CrossFit among other training styles to prepare for it. Um, so then you're familiar with the paleo diet. Yes. Uh, so, you know, for, to, for me, being plant-based in a CrossFit box is almost like a oxymoron. Like people ask me, you know, like, what the heck are you going to do with plant food when you're trying to do this wad or you're trying to build strength or you're trying to, you know, lift, hit a PR? Um, why do you think that, uh, because I think that the plant-based diet or lifestyle, as I like to call it, is far superior to a paleo diet. Uh, why do you, do you agree with me? And why do you think so, if you do? Um, yeah, I totally agree with you. Um, so like, I'm trying to think of how to explain it. Where you're eating plants and there isn't that, how would you say, there isn't that extra step in breaking down the protein. Yeah. You know, where if you, paleo is, and I just want to be sure here, it's going to be like, fish mediterranean or or do you want to just define the paleo? There, yeah mm -hmm. so it's it's closer to the mediterranean diet right it's, it's i mean it's almost plant-based except for because they cut out the refined sugars mm -hmm. uh they cut out um you know a lot of the high calorie low fiber foods except for they incorporate uh high protein so you know i think I think the issue surrounds by that high protein and like we all know what happens with the excess of protein in our bodies and like you, you can attest for it. The same thing happened to you when you were doing the, the bodybuilding competition. Yeah. I the mean, bad, I, I, oh, I'm sorry. The bad cholesterol and all the other stuff that's involved. So I feel like the difference is with a plant-based diet, we're getting those nutrients that are helping us, you know, push through these workouts. Um, as opposed to just getting an excess of protein that's, 
that's really, you know, doing more harm than good inside our bodies. We may look great on the outside, but as you said before, what's the point? Yeah, it's, yeah. Well, so the paleo versus plant-based diet, it's, you're, the plant-based diet, you're just not eating meat. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and so I guess like the misconception is like, well, where do you get your protein from? Yeah. And, and I think it's just, that's, that, that's, again, these are all the reasons why I'm starting this channel. Like all the reasons I write this book, <laughs> like you can do it. Like, I swear, like, I mean, my Instagram, for example, like I'll, I'll start talking to people and, and they're like, Whoa, like, you know, how are you doing? And I'm like, well, you know, wait for my YouTube channel. I swear I'll publish it, but, um, you can, you can do all this stuff without eating meat. Yeah. And it's such a radical idea because, you know, people are like, wait, there's protein in plants? And it's just like, <laughs> like yeah, there are, I swear. Like, well, yeah, I like one, one serving of mung beans, I know the name is so awful and I wish they would change it because oh, right. mung beans are delicious, <laughs> but one serving is 25 grams of protein. And yeah. that's like more than half of what yeah. I need in a day. So, oh, I know. Uh, chickpeas are another good yeah. one. So yeah. we're going to, I'll add your Instagram link to the show notes too. Oh, that'd be um, awesome. Thank you. So the final few questions for you, because sure. I don't want to keep you here. I would like to keep you here all day, but I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> I'm sure you have other things to do. Uh, where do you see Vegain heading in the next year or so? Um, yeah, so we have a few things in the pipeline. I mean, at this point, like the ebook is, you know, I'm hoping to have it published this week. Um, I, I'm still waiting on a few editors' feedbacks. Um, you know, that's going to come out soon. We have our YouTube channel coming out, which is going to be, you know, it's all going to be about vegan cheat meals. It's going to be cooking. It's going to be podcasts. It's going to be all, you know, all these things, training videos. Um, so that's going to hopefully be coming out in the next three months and then just onward from there. Um, we, we might have, or at least our plan next month is to get our online course going. So this is going to be showcasing to people, you know, meal prep strategies, exactly what we were talking about, showing how like you can still achieve the same optimal, optimal results. Uh, it's just showing people how to meal, meal prep with a plant-based diet. So there's definitely three big, uh, three big hurdles coming up. Lots um, of goodies. Yeah, yeah, lots of good stuff. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I think, but the purpose of all this stuff is to start bringing awareness to all this, you know, start educating Absolutely. people um and and start showing people that it's possible um and i think kind of like the long-term goal i guess in a sense will be um you know lowering our impact you know reducing all of our carbon footprints i mean this lifestyle i mean i've seen it all all over the place where you know the percentage reduction in just think of like the fossil fuel used in the trucking and the plastics used in conventional farming and the livestock industry itself, just the water consumption, the energy required to produce all this animal meat. I mean, just think of that disappeared. Um, and now all of a sudden we're like, okay, well, you know, wow, we have all this extra energy. What, what can we do with it? Uh, I don't know, invest in like clean tech, invest in, you know, the, the next industries of the future, you know, the green tech. Um, so I think they're, kind of like the long-term vision um sorry i just kind of went away with that one <laughs> but, oh, that's amazing that's, uh, that's a few <laughs> years away <laughs> a couple um so this last question for you and this is one that i love yeah. to ask because the answers are so different and you know they're just i get the most amazing answers from this um if you could go back and speak to your younger self about plant-based nutrition and fitness what would you say to a younger Jonathan? Oh my goodness. Um, 
you know what it, it does come down to it does come down to um you know having the information mm -hmm. so like if i had known you know that's like cash for too hindsight yep. 2020 yep um i would just say you know like don't care about what like other people think you know it's just like just just do what it is do what it is what you want to do and just kind of stick to your guns um like if i had the information and you know i started becoming like this um i think i would have felt at the time i probably would have felt like pretty ostracized you know and i think that's that's kind of like why you and i are talking i think like there's very few individuals who are talking about this sort of stuff uh, but you know there are enough people who kind of like are like okay no i'm putting my foot down so i would say like just just you know live up to your own expectations um you know and just kind of stick to your guns and 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 if you know the truth um there's nothing wrong with that you know and i i think this is the truly i think going plant-based is is going to be one of the major uh you know contributors to a, a you know a better planet a better you know community uh, really kind of just changing how we see kind of ourselves in uh, at play in the environment um just as stewards and not just as animal creatures like eating other animals and just living on this rock i mean we've got to think in a much higher sense oh my goodness that was such a long-winded answer <laughs> that's a great answer i completely agree with you i think um you know i think a lot of people if they could go back to speak to their younger self would uh you know give them the advice to do what's in their heart and just keep yeah. going forward as opposed to worrying about what everyone thinks and what everyone says and um, yeah, so I think it's a great answer. So thank you so much for being on the show. No, thank you so much for having me. I, I really appreciate it, Jennifer. Thank you so much. The best way to spread the word about the amazing benefits of plant-based nutrition is to share information. If you love this podcast, please share it with your friends and family, both in person and through social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. I'm so thankful for each and every share, mention, and follow from you guys. And if you're looking for more plant-based recipe inspos, or you want to kickstart your very own plant-based journey, please visit www.jenniferz.com. Until next time, guys, stay healthy, happy, and plant-based.